Goff's three minutes. Your story. Cause knowledge is. Hey everybody, and welcome to episode thirteen. If I were to poll people and ask their most comfortable outfit, chances are a hoodie is part of that equation. Now everyone has their favorite hoodie, and if you're like me, you have a dozen hoodies hanging in your closet, but you've got that one, that go-to hoodie. Now my current daily driver is a gray Columbia hoodie with a green logo. Where do these bad boys come from? That hood to keep your noggin warm? That kangaroo pouch in the front to fill with your hands and food? It's a beautifully utilitarian piece of clothing, both efficient and stylish, and they've been around for a while for sure. Hooded clothes have actually been around for at least a millennium. Hooded capes were worn by most outdoorsmen as early as the 12th century and probably in line with the Norman invasion of England when the style was brought from Normandy and introduced. Now medieval European monks were some of the first mentions of hooded clothing as they had hoods attached to their robes called cowls. Now the word hood actually derives from the same Anglo-Saxon word as the English word we have for hat. Now the term hoodie isn't actually coined until the 1990s, but I'm going to use it through most of this podcast up to that point. In parts of Canada, it's actually referred to as bunny hugs. Can't make that up. In Canada, a hoodie is a bunny hug. Now let's fast forward to the 1930s. New York, Champion Products. Formerly, the Knickerbocker Knitting Company began sewing sweatshirts while attempting to make thicker underwear answering a demand from laborers and outdoor workers working in the cold northeastern winters. They added a hood to the sweatshirt for the benefit of head warmth. Champion then turned towards athletes and providing warm and flexible outerwear for athletes on the sidelines and in practice. Then they started focusing on high schools because athletes were starting to let their girlfriends wear their hoodies, which started a whole new trend. Hooded sweatshirts really kick off in the 1970s when the hip-hop culture began adopting them as their chosen wardrobe. High fashion jumps in, and in 1977, a young Rocky Balboa dons a gray hoodie to run the streets of Philadelphia on his way to taking best picture at the Oscars that year. And the hooded sweatshirt has become mainstream. Around this time in the 70s, stick-up kids started wearing hoodies to cover their identity when mugging or robbing to conceal identity which unfortunately leads the hooded sweatshirt down a dark path, becoming synonymous with criminal activity. By the 1980s, skateboarding had really taken off, especially on the West Coast, but with no skate parks, skaters had to improvise in a hoodie with hood up provided some anonymity when they're sneaking into someone's backyard to skate in their empty pool. Graffiti artists gravitated toward the hoodie as the uniform of choice, much for the same reasons. Now the hoodie becomes front and center with the infamous sketch of the Unabomber with his hood up with dark sunglasses later on. Many parts of Europe actually ban hoodies today due to shoplifters hiding their faces and stuffing their pockets. And while it's a shame that hoodies have gained such a poor reputation, it's undeniable the impact this piece of clothing has had on our culture. So whether you're trying to stay warm on the job, tag a street sign, or rep your favorite college, hoodies have you covered. Class dismissed. This podcast written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in wild, wonderful Ward County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.